Welcome back to Renew Talk. It's Elaine Janelle here with Miss Kelly Pritchett. 
And we're here on the 13th episode of Renewed Talk Woo. with the pow- powerful topic of faith, the risk factor. All right. And thank you for listening. The song you just heard was Moving Me by Three Winans Brothers. Yeah, that's our music for today. All right. So the risk factor, our theme scripture comes from James 1. And the second verse in third and fourth verse says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Faith is a word often said but not fully understood by many. Faith is a word of standard, usually connected to one's religion, but can be used in a form of believing and not acting. The dictionary refers to faith as uh, complete trust or confidence in someone or something, and it also says that strong belief that is strong belief in God or in the doctrine of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. Meanwhile, my belief is that when it comes to faith, that faith is not just about belief, but it's also about action. If you believe in God, you generally have an action to follow. Faith is just not an idea or just a belief. Faith is actually action following it. So if I say that I'm going to believe God for something, example, simple thing is I'm believing God for a new job. I'm going to act on it by applying to jobs that I would believe God for. If I believe God, that he's going to help me with, it could be anything. It could be something like, Lord, help me with saving money. I'm going to talk to God about my finances, and then I'm going to work a plan of action to begin to save money. A realistic plan, not something that we talk of. All right. So, that's what I believe by faith is not just belief, it's action. Faith does have proof. As we said in our first episode of 2016, um, we believe faith has proof because the Bible says it is the reality of what we hope for, and it is the evidence of things we cannot see. And so, of course, people think if you can't see it, it can't be evidence of it. But on this episode, you're going to hear in our conversation how we talk very openly, honestly, about faith, about the fact that we're human. And about, you know, things that we've learned in our faith walk as we interview the lovely Miss Sonia Smith McLaurin. I said it <laughs> without messing up. She is a young lady out of Philadelphia and she just talks about her journey from college on up through her career and just things that she's learned and, and learning about having faith in God and kind of what it does for her and the strength it gives her to, you know, make some great moves in life. So I'm going to stop talking, and I want to turn it over to Miss Kelly Pritchett at this time because she has our future brand of the month by the name of BLC Films. All right, this brand, this guy is. I went to school for film, so I know good quality film. I know when that's I right. See it. We both went to school, for right? Film. That's true. That's so true. we know good quality uh, film when we see it. That's true. And this young man is it. BL, uh, BLC Films was founded by Blake Cole in October 2015. BLC, BLC, sorry, <laughs> getting <tongue laughs> BLC Films is a freelance filmmaking company whose films seek to inspire and uplift through sharing the success stories of others. BLC Films provides personalized, cutting-edge film production, editing services for wedding, corporate, corporate videos, events, promos, music videos, and so much more. In March of 2016, a new groundbreaking project called Amplified was implemented. Its mission is to recreate the concert experience by transforming the live, authentic performance of music art, art artists into inspiring animated music videos. You guys can check out my guy Blake Cole and BLC Films yeah. on Vimeo.com slash Blake L. Cole or Facebook dot com slash blc films you can hit him up on there tell him kelly sent you he did an awesome music video for my brother and his project he does 
everything and it's great quality work he's an amazing guy you're not working with just any like joe schmo great personality awesome guy to work with he gives you exactly what you're looking for so hit up my guy blake cole and blc films again you can find him on you can find his work on vimeo.com slash blake l cole or on facebook.com slash blc films so shout out to blake cole shout out to blake cole we appreciate you blake thanks for being a part of renew talks 13th episode so i think we've covered all the aspects of tonight as i always say if you have any ideas or any topics that you have in mind hit us up go to elainejanelle.com click on contact us and write a note send us some suggestions anything that you have to say also check us out on facebook live yeah live. <laughs> we just did you know a small insert of kind of what face what renew talk is about um, on Facebook Live, and we'll be doing more of that. We use Periscope as well, um, but we're wanting to let more and more people know who Renew Talk is, what Renew Talk is, and why we have a Renew Talk. Because our purpose is to reach the masses, and we're we're here to talk about life with God involved, everything that life has to offer. And so this episode is more spiritual, of course, because we talk about faith, but we also talked about the realities of faith. And then we have so many other episodes that you can already look, go, go back, scroll through SoundCloud, and you'll see old episodes about us just talking about life and even some of us sharing our personal stories of things we've learned. So I'm going to shut up because I wanted to play this song from the good lady, Mickey Miller. She got a song out called um, It'll Be Better in the Morning. And I really like this song. Actually, that's not what I'm going to play, though. I'm going to play this song, Fearless. And the reason I'm playing so fearless is because um, fear is the opposite of faith. And they, the two cannot work together. So I'm going to play her song Fearless, which is featuring YPJ. If you never heard these people, I'm telling you, get up on them. The music is awesome, phenomenal, phenomenal, and it's memorable. And we're going to come right back at you with Miss McLaurin, Mrs. McLaurin as well. Thank you so much. And have a great day. Peace. I mean, we always do that. I always do that. Have a great day. You like, know it's what? Not the end. It's because I work in retail and right. I'm always telling people, you know, my pleasure. Have a great day. Well, you ever go to the movies and they say enjoy your movie and you're like, you too. I do that all the time. And them poor people got to stand at their stand while I watch <laughs> their whole movie. So stupid, yo. So, yo, keep us locked here. Come back. And of course, after these great songs, listen to more of a new talk. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Elaine Janelle here with Kelly Pritchett. That's it. Peace. You make my clothes hide open. You fix the things I've broken. You make my old feel new. You make my doubt believe in you. You make my silent voice speak. You make my broken heart beat You make my blind eyes see That you are all I need in loving you Loving you means no fear 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 You can't guard your heart from the love that's trapped inside And you can't ignore all the feelings you can't hide And loving you, loving you means no fear Yeah, yeah. Loving you means no fear Clothes hide open. You fix the things I've broken. You make my old feel new. You make my doubt believe in you. You make my silent voice speak. You make my broken heart beat. You make my blind eyes see that you are all I need in loving you. 
Welcome back to the 13th episode of Renew Talk. And it's Elaine Janelle here with... Kelly Pritchett. And, um, of course, we're talking about Faith on tonight. And the music you just heard came from Mickey Miller featuring YPJ, one of my favorite artists. And so we are here with our lovely guest by the name of Miss Sonia Smith-McLaurin. I realize that's hard to say all together. So, Sonia (laughs) McLaurin. And, um... We're just going to introduce her, let her tell a few things about herself before we get started with our interview. Sonia, can you tell a little about your, little bit about yourself? Well, um, my name is Sonia Smith-McLaurin. Um, I am 38 years old. I am the mother of one lovely son named Chase McLaurin, who is three years old. I am a member of Mount Alifoli Temple, where... My pastor is Bishop Thomas J. Martin Jr. Woo. Yes. <laughs> Where Mother Lane is my praise and worship leader. Okay. I am one of her do-wop pop pop chicks. <laughs> I sing behind Mother Lane. Okay. I have the pleasure of, of singing behind her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a trustee at Mount Olive. I am. Um, been a trustee for many years, not many years, five, six years. <laughs> I sing on the uh, Evening Light Chorus, and this past year, in 2015, um, I had the pleasure of um, obtaining my master's degree in applied behavior analysis from St. Joseph's University. I completed a three-year program in one year. Um, Stepping out on faith, um, and that is what I'm here on Renew Talk to talk about today. <laughs> amen, amen. Thank you very much. We do appreciate it. Um, I want to start off with a few quick questions. Um, I guess my first question would be for you, Sonia, is when do you realize that you had your own personal faith in God? Like, what age? Around what age? And kind of. What brought you to that moment where you realized you had your own personal, like, relationship and faith in God? Um, well, my personal faith, I mean, when you think about faith, we, growing up in church, 
we've all grown, the three of us have all grown up in church. However, I mean, when you step out on faith, is a whole different story. You hear about faith, 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 but establishing your own faith and stepping out on your own faith is a totally different story. I mean, when I would think about establishing my own faith, I would think about being in college by myself and dating back to being in Atlanta by myself when I went back in 1997, um, I went down to Clark, um, by myself, and um, I experienced a lot of things there um, where I had to establish my own relationship outside of um, my mother and everybody. You had to then start, you know, relying on what was instilled in you because you find yourself in situations that, you know, it's, it's no longer about, you know, what you what they have, it's about now. I need to, I need to call on those things that I know for myself. So you know, you had to have the faith that this is, this is, it's my time now. And you know, here you're in such placed in situations where you have to have the faith that I can get through this. I can, you know, get out of this because of my own faith. And so you know, when I think back on um, situations now, and you're just like, oh my goodness, I look back on my life even then and think about how what God brought me through and delivered me from and not that um I know Janelle even when I came back from college you always say oh so far you got down there and got so wild it wasn't even that you know I got so wild when I got I know when I made the choice to go to college, I first, my my one decision, I kept telling my mom, she was like, why do you want to go to Atlanta? I was like, because there's no Mount Sinai Church in Atlanta. I want to be so far away from you, and I want to make sure that it's no Mount Sinai Church that you can make me go to. And so, when I got to Atlanta, it was one boy, and that was it. It wasn't, you know, I wasn't swinging from a pole. Some girls get away, go away to college, and they get fuck wild. No, you know, I saw so many things while I was there. I remember the first, um, y'all too young for this, but, uh, you know, I saw, <laughs> we went to a freak make, and I just, I was like, where was your mother? Why are you inserting things in your, you know, why are you doing that to me? <laughs> Church down there. I'm not with you know 
just one boy. So I could have been in the car with him when he got shot. I could have been with Shay. She oh, and she called herself being a rider for the guy that she was with. He he she got caught with a, in a car with him with drugs, and she decided she wasn't going to tell on him. And well, first of all, I would have told. <laughs> I would have told everybody. He did it. He did it. He did it. For nobody. I'm telling on my own mama. I'm telling on everybody. But she wanna be a rider and she's doing thirty eight and she's been in jail for nine years. Nine they currently have a petition on Facebook. And I just thank God for all of the things that he delivered and so not even knowing then how my relationship with and, and my mother's prayers, even then, but even Going to church then and just praying and asking God, God, just you know, deliver me from this situation. And even when I came back from Philadelphia, it wasn't knowing that I was leaving, you know, permanently from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I was coming home for just a vacation and then just decided, you know what, I'm done with that. I'm not going back home. And then a couple months later, he died. I could have been with him. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just crazy. So when you think about what I could have been, what I could have gotten into, what I could have, you know, people say, oh, you no, I wasn't one person and my life could have been turned around. <laughs> but God, you know, and just knowing him for myself and just establishing a relationship, even all those times, you still stay connected. You still have wanted to have that relationship, right. you know, with the Lord. And I still had all these people praying for me and covering me, right. you know, so... So it was basically in college. It's funny you said you came back. Wow, I was young, so when you came back from school, so I didn't feel like you came back. Wow, I asked. I do remember this one question I asked Chetty. I don't think I ever told you this. I said to Chetty, I was like, "Do some of you wear braids a lot? Cause you had came back, and like every time I had seen you, you you had micros braids or like something that was more natural." And I said, "I think she came back more conscious." Oh yeah. <laughs> of the oh, yeah. African. That's good. Um, but yeah, I never said you came back crazy. That's what I did. Think that. I was like, she came back more conscious. I hear embrace a lot. <laughs> but you know, I think a lot of people just, uh, you know, people always say, oh, you went to Atlanta and got, no, it wasn't no. that. You just, even one connection could have turned it all yeah, around. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The other question I had for you is, um, I was looking up, of course, the definition of faith. Not according to the Bible. I always like to look at things from, you know, kind of the worldly perspective just to see how the world views faith or views God and things like that. And just like the dictionary saying that, um, that faith is basically a, someone who who puts all their trust and belief into one person or something. But then it also reference to the, faith, the fact that faith is believing in something without proof. And my question to you is... Um, what things, what, like, because you built your own relationship with God, what things do you have proof of to help you know that there is a God? Now, that could be a little bit deep, but, <laughs> no, but you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Okay. Yes. I feel like I have proof because there's no way from the things that I have He's proven himself to me. There's no way that you could tell me that Jesus doesn't exist because of my own experiences. So when they talk about, you know, how do you know? I know him for myself. He's proven himself. Just yesterday, he's proven himself to me over and over again. I could get emotional right now because he's proven. How could you not? Even, you know, what I've experienced. You couldn't tell me that. He doesn't exist because of all of the things that he's brought me through, the things that he's taken me through. You know what I mean? Like, how could you not say that there's a God when he's proven himself to me over and over? There, the the miracles that he's performed in my life alone, it has to be him. It's 
it's not, it couldn't be anybody but God when you mm. think about how I can quit a job and he makes ways out of no way. I can walk away from making $50,000 and still pay a mortgage. I bought a car, a brand new 2015 car the month before I walked away from my job and I've never missed a car payment. I, I didn't have to, you know, not buy my kid a certain type of clothing or what I didn't have to make any shorts besides you know not getting my nails and feet done but every he just made ways out of no way even in this time right now for the last six weeks I've been working nine hours a week even starting my own business and God still continuously makes a way out of no way you know when I, I just told you that yesterday in, in, in church I said Janelle, I don't care what you want to find nine times. Whatever my hourly rate is right now, working nine hours a day, how do you think I'm paying my mortgage? And then I get a check in the mail from nowhere today, paying my tithe, paying my offering. Yesterday I sold a seat in church by faith for, for Bishop Phillips for the youth convention. And right. then today, today something came up. That's faith. That's, right, that's right. God making a way. That's just, right. you know, that's who but God that's not that's not happening every day that's so usual <laughs> proof that is, is true. that these things happen by faith they happen because I know him they happen because he's doing that for Sonia I don't you know I, I told Sophie and them last night I was like I have a personal relationship with God when I ask him for something he know he'll give you the desires of your heart I have a relationship with him right. I, I told him I don't, I don't know if y'all know him like I do <laughs> because he said yesterday, can y'all pray for, for Drew to get a ride to camp? I said, Lord, please help Drew to get a ride to camp. She said, Sonia, I need to tell these people, you know how to get a prayer through. Cookie going to take them to camp. I said, see, I keep trying to tell you. I don't know. Instantly. Instantly. Right. right. And I mean, he did. And he showed up there. God was there last night. Yes. <laughs> Right. It doesn't exist because I know him for myself. So after you got your um, after you got your masters, the way I want you to share a little bit about this journey. So for everybody listening, Sonia, like she said, got a masters that was supposed to take three years and one year. And so my question is, after you got your masters, what made you decide I'm not going back to? just any old thing like what made you decide to kind of what pushed you into to being more of an entrepreneur in your area and you could tell what you do as well um but kind of what made you go into a different direction per se well you and i are a lot alike <laughs> in that you know i'm not a traditional um working nine to five i, I don't really operate like that um i don't like you know, waking up early and um, being at a place from nine and sitting at a desk right. all day and all of that. You know, I, I really, even in my last job, I was at my last job for ten over 10 years um, when I decided that I, I wanted to um, do something different. You know, I've always been... Um, into education, um, even when I went to school, um, I went to one of the best schools in Philadelphia, Central High, Ooh, Central. <laughs> and then when I, I went to Clark, um, but ultimately finished up at Temple, and I graduated magna cum laude, because I, I always believe if you, if you do do school that, you know, you, you do it with excellence, um, and when I did go back to St. Joe's, um, I was determined that I was going to um, finish and, and, and do it well. So when I walked away from work, I had a plan. I said that, you know, I was making good money, but I, I wanted to turn that around. And I had a plan that if I were to do, quit my job, it was that I was going to make double within the next year. Mm -hmm. um, so that if, if it took three years, then, I mean, and I had to stay at my other job, you know, it, it would have just taken too long, and mm. I would have been putting a strain with Chase and everything, and it, it would have just taken too long. So my plan was just quit, 
and make it happen. It would take one year. It might be a little stressful and money might be a little tight, but if I could turn around and in the following year make double what I was making at a job, it would make up for itself. Right. So those were my intentions. So I was able to do that and, you know, I was able to um, make A's in most of my classes except the one class, but it was Carol's fault. We'll blame her. She takes the blame for that. <laughs> I was in the hospital with her and I turned the paper in late, but that's okay. So I graduated with a 3.9, but um, then we were able to do it in a year. And um, with a lot of obstacles in the way, I had to get a permission from the dean every semester. I also had to put out extra money every semester to get an override because they wouldn't allow me to take extra classes every semester. Right. It was just really hard. I mean, the workload was extremely difficult. Extreme, and I don't think people understood what I was undertaking. I mean, my family, friends, everybody did not understand what I was doing. And so even in your faith walk, you can't, you can't get everybody to get on board and it's not for everybody That's to get true. on board. You don't have to tell everybody what you're doing when you're on your faith walk. You know, you just got to tell you your you few little followers that that's going to support you. Cause if, if, if they're not supporting you, they're, they're not, might, might not need to be privy to your journey. You don't that's have to good. tell everybody every move that you're making. If, if, if it's no need for them to know, I mean, if they're not going to help you in any way or can't be supportive, they don't need, really need to know what, why you're doing what you're doing. Because even some of the church people, and this is just sidebar, some of the church people were so negative. I remember this one older lady at church and said, girl, why would you ever quit your good job? That was the dumbest move you could ever make. And you probably know who I'm talking about, Janelle. was like, that was the dumbest move you made with quitting your job, that good job you had, because you couldn't understand what I was trying to do. And right. I mean, even now, I, I, some people were just, just, and older people don't understand the vision, you know, and even some of my friends couldn't understand what, so I would just say, you don't have to share everything with everybody, it wasn't for everybody to understand right. what I was trying to do, so. That's some good uh -huh. wisdom right there, I just wanted to put that in, that's some good wisdom right there, because of the fact that sometimes people don't, they don't get it. It's not fair <laughs> to Yeah. It's a lot of things, because... I learned when you tell people what you, your next move, sometimes when they say, and then depending on how, what type of person you are also, oh, why'd you do that? was stupid. That can really discourage you. You'd be like, well, uh -huh. hmm, maybe it is stupid. And then you start to second guess yourself. And then that delays the process. So uh -huh. my dad always said, whatever you got cooking, keep it to yourself. You can't share right. anything you got with people. Right, because people can, I was just going to say, people can be a discouragement and ultimately, your relationship with God is what has to carry you through anyway. Go ahead, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say, that that's even true in small stuff. I found that to be true. When I was trying to lose weight in 2012, um, telling people that you were eating, what I was trying to do, sometimes people that are, like, struggling with the same thing, when you share stuff that you're endeavoring to do, mm. they could be you know, trying to hinder you because they're not there. And right. their mindset is a, a little haterish to say, you know, some of my friends that were struggling, like, oh, girl, you always going to be fat. Or, girl, you all, you know what I mean? And it's just kind of, so you kind of be careful who you even share your vision with right. and kind of sit back, especially if their struggle is the same. So some things you just keep to yourself and you just move quietly and let them see what you're doing instead of sharing. Yeah. You don't have to go announcing. Girl, I'm on a diet. Or girl, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying. Just do what you're doing. Move and and again, it's, it's something as small as dieting or small as making whatever changes, whatever you said. And even even with that, when I was making my diet, and this is just faith, I, I was praying about that, and I learned that from Mother Martin when we were doing oh, yeah. our um, fast. Yeah. And she was she was including that in in her prayer. She was like. You know, I pray about certain things, about my weight and my food choices and my lifestyle of exercise and things like that. You know, you can add even stuff like that to your prayer life, but you don't have to share everything. You know, some people make a grand announcement on social media. And again, even with school, I never said, I got an A today or I'm, I'm going back to school. I'm, I, I, <laughs> for what? I don't need all of that attention and all of that. Who needs all these pats on the back? You don't need the world to, you know, get on board with your vision. Right. If you're doing what you're doing for yourself, get you a few little supporters. My mother was my supporter. 
partner, my sister, my best friend, the people that I knew, if I ever needed some financial support, right. some good motivational support, some prayer, all of these people were going to do what needed. So I don't need my 500 Facebook friends saying, good job, Sonia, or great job going back to school. No. What am I announcing this to these people for? You know what I mean? So uh, you don't have to, every move you're making, if you're going on, a, if it's as small as your faith walk is going on a diet, or it's just, uh, starting your own business, going back to school, keep it to yourself. Keep certain things close to you instead of uh, making a grand announcement until you, you know, have some things in place. It's okay to keep your walk to yourself and right. not have it open to everybody, to the criticism or to whatever. Mm -hmm. It's okay to keep it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly, what you you got any uh um questions? Do you ever you have a lot of faith, obviously, but to me, faith comes with doubt and a lot of doubt. What do you do, like to people listening, possibly help? What do you do in those moments of, all right, God, I know you gonna do it, but I don't know how, and I'm and and it's not and it's not that. We're really doubting God. It's just that we're human. We're human, and that that natural hesitation. Like if you want to jump off a cliff, I don't know anybody that's just gonna walk and just jump. Right. You gonna think about you gonna. Some people might jump faster than others, but trust and believe they had some hesitation for it. So what do you say to people who are right, I have faith in God, but I'm hesitant about it. I would say that this is when you surround yourself with people that you that you can talk to, your support system that's going to get you back where you need to go. And this is when Janelle knows this story about when I was I, I towards the end of my school career, I was at the end, and I wrote down all the things that I had to do, and it was twenty items and sometimes when you write stuff down I was like God I cannot do this I can't do this and I called my I was either calling my sister or calling my friend Yvette and Yvette she's my, one of my good friends but I knew if I called her I was crying she would have just cried with me and be like girl you can't do it <laughs> just give up Sonia you know or, or she would have prayed and be like maybe we could just take off next semester because she's she's a kind of like me because that's my Going back to what made you decide to um, become a, like a behavior analysis, I don't I don't want to mess up the name of it, so you can tell me if I'm saying something wrong. 
a certified behavior analyst, um, okay. but I have to work to get um, a certain amount of hours. I have to get 1,500 hours before I can sit before the board oh, um, to become board certified. Gotcha. So um, right now I can only work in the counties, um, but I've always worked in the field of um, with people who have been diagnosed with intellectual disabilities. I love that population. Um, it's, you know, it's just the demographic that I love, mm -hmm. um, that I feel closest to. Right now, this is a little struggle because this is um, different in that um, I am not working with that specific population because I can't work with um, people who are diagnosed with autism yet because I don't have my behavior license. So, um, to work in Philadelphia. So okay. it's, 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 it's different. You have to have all of these credentialing as soon as you graduate. So I am just right off of my postmaster. So you have to get all of this different licensing, mm -hmm. um, in Pennsylvania. So eventually I'll get where I'm trying to go, which is working directly with people who have been diagnosed with autism. Yeah, which sure. is my population. But right now I'm working with people who have a mental health diagnosis, which is different from mm. working with people who have an intellectual disability. Okay. It's completely different. Because mm -hmm. people who have an intellectual disability, um, you know, they're usually kind of one way every day. People who have mental health disability, you know, every day is something different, mm -hmm. every day. Today, you know, my client tried to attack me. Um, <laughs> every day is something different. Yeah. Every day, every single day. So, you know, ultimately I, I love what I do and the population that I, I work with. Um, I try out right treatment plans um, and behavior modification plans for clients who have uh, behavior problems. And um, right now I do behavior therapy and mm. mobile therapy. As an independent contractor, I currently work for three agencies and uh, am interested in working for a fourth. Um, clients are sent to me. I choose the clients that I work with. Um, and every day, it's 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 an adventure. It's mm -hmm. an adventure. I, I know I've told you now about you know these last few months have been quite an adventure, <laughs> quite an adventure. So you know it's it's very different. It's not a it's ne never a dull moment. I was about to say so, this at least it's not boring. No, oh no, oh no, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That we will not say it's dull at all. So. <laughs> That's what I'm currently doing, but ultimately I want to get back to um, working with my my population of choice, with which is people who have been diagnosed with autism. Gotcha. Cool. Wrote my question down. Okay, Kelly got another word question. By word. Go ahead, Kelly. So okay. I, I was thinking, like, when people take leaps of faith, some people just do. I hate to, to categorize it as stupid, <laughs> but some stuff is just senseless. Like, right. making a difference between... All right, for example, if somebody's not a great singer, I have faith that I'm going to have an amazing singing career. Well, you can't sing. Right. So, like, you, you can't have faith <laughs> in something that... So, it's like, when should a person... When do you think a person should be like, okay, assess, like, actual... Not... And, I, and I'm not... I don't want to say, like, oh, take the spirituality away from things. But have a little common sense and say, okay, yes, I believe in God and things like that. But certain mm -hmm. things are just sometimes outlandish. Mm -hmm. Like, like I'm going to be a, a pilot. I'm afraid of heights, so I can't be a pilot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, just talk a little bit about, you know, just having, you know, taking a leap of faith, but also having like a, a like some type of common Cousin. sense. Be, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I guess they call it the balance of it. Because okay, I mean, yeah. Right. That's yeah. A, that is a very good question, Kelly. Because l let's just say this. I took a leap of faith with school, but I had a plan, right? Mm -hmm. It was it was something that I worked out. Right. I didn't just walk away from my job and not have a plan, like a full on what was going to go on, how I was going to sustain myself 
for for those months, even though even though that didn't when I look back over what my plan was, that it was kind of you know faulty. But I wrote it out um, and how I thought I was going to maintain myself. Now, there were a few holes in my plan that I didn't consider because, again, I had to come out of my pocket to pay for school for the overage of costs for the classes that I didn't consider and oh. the other things that came up that, you know, my money wouldn't have covered, but mm-hmm. I generally had a plan. I also ran it by people that would have told me, like, this is outlandish. When I talked to my mother and my sister and my best friend, like, they would have said, like, that's dumb. How, why, why would you, you know, walk away from right. your job? You have a child. You have, you know, a mortgage. You have, you know, that you have to use good common sense. Yeah. You know, when you think about, like you said, if you're uh, afraid of heights or you can't sing, don't think you're going to be a recording artist. You need to make sure that you're making sensible decisions. And you do hear about people that say, they're stepping out on faith for something that's, you know, and be prayerful, be prayerful, because the Lord knew that this was something I had been saying I wanted to go back to school for many years, and I had just said, if not now, God, then when? Mm-hmm. Because I knew that, you know, I it, sometimes you, you hold yourself back, because it's just like, you oh, I'll do it next year, I'll do it this, and, you know, my son was two at the time, it, it just... I knew I had to make a bold move because I was kind of holding myself back. Because sometimes you get complacent with your work. I have been there for 10 years. Well, I've been talking about going back to school for a long time. So if not now, then when? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, I really had to pray about it because I, you, you get comfortable at your job. Again, I was there for 10 years. I had run out of place. I mean, I, ne- I, I could come and go as I please. It was a hard decision to make to walk away from the job, but I had to be prayerful. I talked to, you know, the people that I knew if I, you know, if, 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 I, if I was making a bad decision, these people would tell me. They also would be there for me if, you know, I wasn't talking to people that wasn't going to help me. If right. the plan fell through. You talk to the people that, listen, are y'all going to have my back if, you know, the, <laughs> right. this thing falls up from underneath these people are, are going to help me financially if, if need be. So if, if those people, if your faith walk doesn't consist of something financial, if you're a singer, are these people going to be your background singers? If this right, falls right. I mean, you got to, what are these people going to do? What can they contribute to your faith walk? You have to talk to people that knowing you, are they going to give you honest, brutal answers? Like, no, honey. You know, when Janelle comes for answers, I say, Janelle, but let's talk this through. Is this the right thing for you to do? Right. How was school for you? You know what I mean? Like, mm. well, let's really talk and work this through. Is this the right move for you to make at this point in your life? You know what I mean? You have to surround yourself with people you really trust and know, and you also have to be very prayerful, and you have to have a plan of action. You really have to have a plan. I knew that I only had a year that I couldn't work. That was it. Not one, not a year in a, a month. I knew I had a year, and I was determined that it couldn't take not one day longer than one year. And by one a year, in January, I had a job. I started working for my sister in her accounting firm, and I'm not an accountant. But in January, I had a job because I knew I didn't have any more money to sustain myself, so let's go, and I'm, I'm going to work now. Right. So, you know, this, this was my plan. I accomplished it. Now let's go. We got to go back to work because you need some money. So, you know, you, you write it down, make it happen, and that was it. Right. Good question, Kels. Uh, you know, I've been thinking. Yeah, I've been thinking. I forget. <laughs> I got another question. Go ahead. Faith. I was just talking. To, I think you might have overheard us talking in the beginning of this, but a young lady was preaching and trying to make faith something deep. And I was sitting. <laughs> I was sitting there like. This is such a simple concept. You don't have to make it like this philosophical and this big thing. It's either you have it or you don't. Mm -hmm. And I was talking, my friend, um, and this, I'm kind of going off of Christianity a little bit. And he's Muslim. He's Mm -hmm. been to Mecca the whole nine. And 
I was like, what are your views on faith? And he was like, your same views on faith. When I was like, all right, go in a little more. He was like, we may not have faith in the same thing, but he's like, I don't see how anybody, Christian, Muslim, Buddha, like, how could you, like, you know, not have faith in anything? And he gave me the analogy that we have faith in a satellite that we can't even see. That's true. Using our GPS to get from one destination to the next, we cannot see that satellite. And he was just like, he said, God, and, you know, of course he said, Allah. He said, you know, God, um, we can't see him, but we got to trust that he's there, just like we trust that satellite. Right. So I think that faith is really even, and, and I'm not promoting other religions or anything right. like that. No, but it's, but it's, it's real really real. a universal thing. If it's spiritual or just literally tangible, like our phones, we cannot see those satellites in orbit. And I, I think that's, I think that's, well, you know, I like to, Sonia, I have like this thing with people who are atheists because uh -huh. I always am trying to like, I know I can't, but I try to understand where they're coming right. from. Now, the reason why I say I can't is because I don't have enough. I have too much knowledge of God to accept en en enough knowledge of atheism. So the only thing I can do is when I talk to somebody who says they don't have faith or they don't believe in a higher power at all, only thing I can do is kind of try to figure out why, what made them come to this conclusion. I can't understand your idea. I just can't. Right. But I can maybe figure out what made you come to this conclusion because most people, even the people who consider themselves atheists, a lot of them started out being faith-minded right. people in some form. And so, I um, I find it interesting. But I started, you know what I started thinking about? I started thinking about the fact that we have a sky, and we call it blue, and we have <laughs> clouds. But generally, when you get up in the clouds, like if you're flying, you can see the clouds. But if you, like, reached out to try to touch it, can, can you touch it? It's not <laughs> uh -uh. No. And it made me think about that. Like, it literally, Kelly, it really made me think about, like, that doesn't, it, it cracked me up because a lot of people who are atheists, it's, everything is, like, based upon, like, common sense theories. But I'm like, but there's so many things in the world that's not common. Right, and that's, it can't doesn't, be explained. Yeah. Like, that's like no explanation for it. Like, we can scientifically break this down to a whole other matter. We can sit through all these classes in college. But some things are still leaving you. And that's where, I, of course, I believe in the mystery of godliness. Because right. there's so things that's, that's not meant for us to figure out, you know, yet. Until we meet him, even though there's a plethora of things that we we can figure out down here. Um, but, like, that's one of the things when you just said that about a lot of people lately said faith in something. Because it almost feels unreal when you just act like there's nothing. Like, you're just existing. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, but, but ma'am... <laughs> but sir, gotta have you, and it's like they don't. It, it, I, I, I hate to say they, but it's like you have. When he said that satellite thing, I was like, I never thought about it. Yeah. He was like, you have to have some type of faith in something, otherwise satellites would be falling out the sky. Buildings, we the beams. Like when we were in like a big, you know, high rise building, he was like, these beams. I have faith that these beams won't give out on me. <laughs> I have faith that the architect, whoever designed this building. I have faith, I have faith in them that this building just won't collapse. Right. So it has to be faith. Like it's not. Of course, it's science and things like that mixed right. into it. But I have to trust that it just right. won't. I, I trust that the propeller will keep the plane flying and it just won't fall out the sky. Right. And that's. I mean, that's why, of course, we pray because well, we have a connection with God and we and prayer helps us keep that connection with God. But I yeah, I just. Even when I meet people who are atheists, I'm be honest, y'all. I just after I'm because I've met even agnostic people, I, I can at least meet you halfway, even though you're just kind of out there. Um, <laughs> but what I because <laughs> at least they'll say there's a higher power. I'm like, okay, we're getting somewhere. Sorry. But um, I a lot of times I pray like for people, and I'll just be like, well, I pray that they have like a God encounter or a God experience. They only God can, like, bring them to it. 
Like, because some people, it's like sometimes when you, you can't waste your time with unbelievers trying to force them to understand Christianity. Right. And they have to experience God. And so, that's my theory. Good theory. Um, God had a good example. Because that's true. I ain't going out of space. I don't have a desire to be an astronaut. Mm-hmm. I don't like that feeling, that cost. <laughs> I took a ride. This is off-cut subject, but it was a ride in Epcot Disney World. Mm-hmm. And it was um, like a simulator that launched you into space. I fainted. Because it has like the gravity pressure. Oh, no. You're talking about Space Mountain? Space Mountain? Is it Space Mountain? I think so. I think so. Like you when you say it on Space Mountain, Kelly? No. I, what, is it Space Mountain a roller coaster? Yes. No, it was another thing. It wasn't a roller coaster. It was like a real simulator. And it was four uh, people. It was you and your astronaut team. Oh. And I kept wondering, like, they had two lines, one for older people and one for younger people. Oh, and now I know the why. younger people line. Yeah, you should have been there, older people line. <laughs> and they kept, the people workers said, okay, we're going in, and you're going to feel a lot of pressure, and just don't close your eyes. And oh. it looks like you're ascending, and, like, it takes a little air out the cabin and thing. I, oh, I wow. passed straight out. But I don't have a desire to go and pace it. I feel like that. <laughs> I woke up. The ride was over. <laughs> uh, well, you boys, you scared me when you said you passed out. I thought the ambulance like, somebody ran oh. the car. <laughs> my cousin hit me, and I was like, "Oh, it's over. You missed the whole ride." Mm-mm. I mean, it's just not a dream of mine. I'm intrigued. I actually do want to learn how to fly. I don't know why, but I, and I'm not. A, I'm not afraid of heights. Huh? I'm just, you know, Sonya. I have like intricate weirdness about me. Like, yeah, so what do you know how to fly, baby? Like, like an <laughs> airplane. I would love to go. I would like to without having to spend thousands of dollars because that's generally what it costs. But I would, <laughs> but I would like to kind of learn how people operate a plane. I, I can't. It's too many lives in the palm of my hand. No, right. I don't want to fly. I, that's the thing. <laughs> I want to learn to operate one, but I don't want to actually become an actual person's Just pilot. Because like I don't want to be responsible. <laughs> I'll take the responsibility. I'm not on a plane with you. <laughs> I'll take the responsibility of my own life as I do when I get in the car. But it's a little bit different. But you know what it is? I'm intrigued by it. That's and y'all y'all know I have those little innuendos that I'm intrigued by. And some things I actually do go after, um, which some people don't know because I as Sony said, I don't tell everybody. I just go do it. And I'll mind my own business. <laughs> right. Just goes ahead in case you like on a plane and God forbid something. Yeah. I don't you I gotta mean, flick a few buttons to keep it. It's just right. little things. I would just like to, if somebody said we're offering classes for a discounted price and I think I it's legitimate, it. then I would go and just at least see it out. Because I'm the type of person, I would rather go try it out and say, yo, this ain't for me, than to be like, ooh, I want to do it, ooh, I want to do it, and right. then 10 years later, you never did. <laughs> so, that's just me. Um, I don't think we have any other questions. Sonya, do you have any questions for us? <laughs> no, my phone's about to die, so. <laughs> but Sonya, if you don't mind closing us out, on this evening well ladies i would first say that i really enjoy talking with you and i'm really inspired both of you young ladies are doing so much and janelle you always inspire me um and like you said anything you always want to do you always talk about to us and um I always just try to keep you in prayer, and you know you can always talk to me about whatever you have or want to do. Um, and I would just say, whatever you want to do, step out on faith. Um, it, it, we know that we have um, something that the world doesn't have, um, and that is Jesus and our relationship with him. Um, and it is a beautiful thing. Um, and even now, sometimes we need some encouragement because even right now I'm on a faith journey because things aren't as great as I would like them to be to start my own business. But I know that God is going to see me through it because again, if he did it before, he'll do it again. Um, and that Jonathan McReynolds song, every time I hear it in the car, I, I just start crying. I know people are always looking at me like, what is this lady doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, um, how does it go, Janelle? I don't know what song you're talking about. You know what song I'm talking about that they play on the radio all the time on 103.9. I'm wondering if you're talking about Travis Green. What's the song he's saying? Yes, yes, it's Travis Green. What's the song? Uh, you Made a Way. Yes, don't it's know Travis. how, but you. It is yes. Travis Green, not Jonathan. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They all the same people. 
They all the same people, Kelly, really? Yes. They all the same people, Kelly. They all the same. But that's my testimony. I don't know how, but you did it. Like, I, when I think about that, I, I still don't even know how. And I, I don't know why, but you did it. So that's all I keep telling myself. I don't know how, but you did it. And I know that you'll continue to. So that's my prayer for all of us, is that he'll still continue to make a way um, for all of us. Okay? All right, thank you. You can pray, pray us I'm out, Sonia. I'm on 2%, so I hope I don't die out. Wow. Okay. Well, you praying? Yes. Lord, hold up. I'm trying to, Lord, hold up. And, and my core is, I'm, I'm trying to hold it up because it's all jacked up. Okay. I'm going to pray. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you for the time you allowed us to spend together, God. We thank you for even how you've allowed us, God, all of us, God, to take a faith walk, Lord Jesus, God. And we just ask, God, God, that even if your um, listeners, Lord Jesus, God, are embarking on a faith journey, Lord Jesus, God, that you give them the strength, the endurance, God, to rely on you, God, solely, God, knowing that they can depend on you, God, that they can lean on you, Lord Jesus, God, knowing that you'll supply all their needs, Lord Jesus, God, teaching them, God, that if you did it before, God, that you'll do it again, God. We know that we can depend on you, God, and that we can lean on you, God, God, because we know that you'll supply all our needs, God, according to your riches and glory, God. We just ask that you continue to bless us, God, and continue to look on us, God. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 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 Amen.